Welcome to Wisdom Tips. I'm so glad you're joining me this evening. So glad to have you on the broadcast. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Connie Green, here to drop pearls of wisdom, giving you the tips that you need to live a victorious life. The topic of today is becoming whole after tragedy. Wow, this is going to be a good topic because I want to make you whole. I want to help you become whole, rather, on this episode. So I want you to stay tuned and, and tag somebody. Let somebody know that I'm on the broadcast. They're going to be blessed today. Don't want to don't want to forget this. Don't forget this day. Don't forget this episode. It's going to be phenomenal. All right. Let me, how many survivors do I have out of there? Go ahead and write it in the chat. I know I have some survivors out there. People that have survived over tragedy. Is that you? Go ahead. Put it in the chat. If you're a survivor, come on, help me teach this tonight. I would certainly appreciate it. Well, maybe, maybe you haven't been, and maybe you think you're not, not, not a survivor. And you know, you may be a survivor. Who knows? But let's look at what a survivor truly is. You know, um, maybe you never stop to even think about it. But if you're getting up every morning and you're going to work, to me, that's a survivor. <laughs> a lot of people don't even do that. But, you know, if you're doing that and you're raising kids and you're single, you are a survivor. I want to know about these survivors tonight. Go ahead and put it in the chat. I am so excited to see how many survivors we got here on tonight, because if you're a survivor, you're going to help me tonight and we're going to get involved in this conversation. So let me tell you, ask you something else. Uh, have you ever examined the fact that you're a survivor? Have you ever really truly stopped? I want you to stop tonight. And just think about it. what are some of the things that you've done in life that other people would never dare to survive, but you did. Put it in the chat. Let's, let's get the definition for survivor. Survivor is a person who continues to live despite almost dying. Is that you? Have you ever had an illness before and they said you was going to die and you still are here today living, breathing, and doing some great phenomenal things? That's one of the definitions for survivor. Number two, are you a person who is able to continue living he, whether it's a he or she, living your life successfully despite experiencing difficulties. Is that you? In spite of. Come on, put it in the chat. I'm living successfully in spite of. They try to describe me. They try to describe my name. They try to discourage me, but I'm still here. Come on, pat yourself on the back. Number two, when was the last time you called yourself a survivor? Yeah, I'm asking you a question. Put it in the chat. Go ahead and write it. When was the last time? Was it the day or was it last year? Come on, you need to celebrate yourself. All the small wins end up to be big wins. You see, often we don't even give ourselves credit for being a survivor. That's why I'm so excited about this topic tonight. Sometimes, you know, we're the last one to say something good about ourselves. We always want to talk about negative stuff that we see that either that we don't do or what we look like. But honey, you are a survivor if you're breathing and you're living and you're doing something great in this, in this world that you live in. You know, sometimes we focus on the pain. We focus on the loss. We focus on the grief. But seldom do we celebrate ourselves for the victories that we have made. And that's what this, that's what this broadcast is all about tonight. I want you to celebrate those victories. 
and encourage yourself. Maybe you say, I had a bad day today. Well, think back on some things that you did in your life that you was happy about, that you was victorious in accomplishing. I want you to just think about yourself tonight. It's all about you tonight. Come on, embrace it. When, you know, when I thought about this topic, becoming whole after tragedy, I questioned myself of what would be the best way that I could help someone through their current situation as for tonight. Somebody may be in this broadcast tonight and I want to help you. And I hope I can be able to do that tonight. You see, I never wanted to just talk for the sake of talking. I didn't have this broadcast just to be here, to just to be talking, just to be talking. But I'm going to talk to try to empower people and to help people that are suffering from setbacks and life, you know, life disappointments. So if anybody know me well, they know that naturally I'm an introvert. So whenever I talk about anything, I want to be meaningful because my, my, my goal is to help those that need help. I was one of those one day that I needed some help. And, you know, it was people that came into my life, whether they, they were a mentor or a school teacher or could have been an aunt. My grandmother definitely impacted my life. Those type of people helped me, helped me when I didn't know what to do, didn't understand what was going on in my life. So um, just look at me as being your, maybe your grandma, you know, grandma, you know, you remember the things she did and said, you know, look at me like that a, a, a elderly woman that has some wisdom they want to share with you. And you may be an elderly woman tonight. You still need some wisdom. You need some encouragement, right? So let's just get, go ahead and finish talking about this, this thing called tragedy to triumph. All right. Many people have characterized me over the years as a trauma specialist because I have successfully helped hundreds of women find their way through coping through life disappointments coping through growing pains, coping through overcoming tragedy, and some of the most terrific terrific uh, experiences in their lives that you wouldn't even imagine. I was able to do that to help some women. And I believe I have a mantle on my life that God has given me to be able to do that because I've been through so many things in my life. You see, I didn't necessarily ask for this type of responsibility, but it was a weight, a weight that I realized early in my life that God endued me with. As I have explained in earlier episodes, at the very young age of my life, I struggled to stay strong. I had to. I had no other way but to be strong and to keep on going if I want to live. My life was full of loss. It was full of disappointment, tragedy, trauma. However, even at the highest, uh, even at the height and the hardest things that I went through, even through the misery and pain, it seemed like there was always something supernatural, some kind of supernatural power that was always present, pushing me, giving me the endurance to prevail. No, it wasn't my strength. I'm not saying I was so strong and you know, no, no, nobody could touch me and I had it all together. No. When I wanted to give up and I was in the bed, you know, uh, crawled up in the knot sometime, didn't want to get out, telling the Lord, I'm done. I'm through with this situation or that situation. Seemed like something would just, just push me, wake me up in the midnight hour, give me a vision, give me a thought, give me a word. And I was up again trying to fight the battle that, 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 that was, you know, given to me at that particular time. You know, when I think about perseverance, I, you know, I remember a woman in the Bible. She was a woman that had the issue of blood. I know some of you out there know the story that I'm talking about. 
The Bible says she was sick and she suffered from an issue of blood for 12 long years. So much so, the Bible says she gave all she had to the physicians, yet she was still wasn't delivered and wasn't healed. But one day she heard that Jesus was coming through and she came and she pressed through the crowd, got on her knees and touched the hem of his garment. And the Bible said immediately she was healed. He said, who touched me? And the woman was healed. That story has always encouraged me because I, you know, when I would go through tests and trials and situations, I would always remember what she did. She didn't let nothing stop her. She didn't let the crowd stop her. She didn't, didn't let, 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 let the people continue to snur, uh, uh, snur up at her, you know, because she had the issue of blood and, and, and look at her like she was unclean. But she pressed her way through the crowd, through the talking, through, through, the, through uh, all the stuff she went through to even probably even to get to that area where she could be so close to him that she could touch him, you know, but she did. You know, so in, in my early life, I was determined, like that lady with the issue of blood, I was determined despite many obstacles that I went through. Quitting was not an option for me. The only way that I could survive the environment that I lived in, mm, whew, I had to live and I was determined that I would not quit ever. I had to keep on going. You see, I had to have that survival mindset. And I really don't know where it came from other than what my mother told me and what she shared with me many, many years ago. She told me over and over again, only the strong survive. So I realized that the only way to, to survive anything in life that I was going through, I had to be brave and courageous. I had to keep on holding on to those four powerful words that my mother gave me. You see, those words, they kept me focused. Can I say that again? They kept me focused. So just, just think, if I had to quit high school, I would have never graduated. If I had to not graduated, I wouldn't have been able to go to college. And if I hadn't went to college and if I hadn't finished college, I would have never received a doctorate degree. So what is the key to that? Why am I saying that? I'm saying that because your survivor is connected to your wins. Somebody ought to put that in the chat. Go ahead and write that down. Your survivor is connected to your wins. See, if I hadn't went to high school and I hadn't graduated, I never would have been able to go to college. So going to high school was just a small win, but it was a win. So the more you win, the more you connected to more wins. Ooh, I'm happy about that. Aren't you happy about that tonight? Just saying that coming out of my mouth just makes me excited. Number two, if you quit, you may for you may. Uh, you may stop your destiny from coming to pass. God has something great in store for you. And you don't want to forfeit your gift that God has for you that was a part of your destiny. Come on. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. God got gifts and talents to us, and he wants us to go out and get them. But if we stop doing the race and we don't finish, we won't get the prize. So keep on going. Keep going so you can scribe, survive, and thrive. Come on. You can do it. Don't give up. You may win some and you may lose some. I did. I've won some battles and I've lost some. But the good will always 
outweigh the bad, put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. I know what you're going through. I've been through it. I've been through so much stuff in my life. And when I tell people my story, sometimes I believe they don't believe it. But it happened. And I got so many more things. But I have this mantle on me. God allowed me to go through all that. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. I believe sometimes God allows us to go through things, trials, and situations in our life to grow us, to make us strong, to make us committed to, to the call that he's called us to be, to anoint us, to put the mantle on us because he knew it was going to be some, some people out there that's going to be suffering and going through. And they're going to think they're the only one going through. And it's going to only be those type of people that can pull them out of darkness into the marvelous light. Because see, you can't pull nobody out of darkness unless you've been through darkness. So let me let me, let me, let me, let me tell you something. If you think that you have had it bad, I grew up on welfare in a violently abusive drug, alcoholic infested home where my father beat my mother on a regular basis. I was emotionally, physically, and verbally and sexually abused molested by a close family member at the age of 15. My father killed my mother with a fatal gunshot wound to her stomach. I was raped at 16. I was separated from my siblings when my mother passed. And I was forced to leave home and raise my 15-year-old sister. I had to work a full-time job, attended community college to make a better life for myself and my family. And because of all the tragedies I went through and the trauma that I went through, I became an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. I was an alcoholic, depressed, and I was suicidal. I became hostile, angry, and bitter. I was a mess. But honey, that mess that I was turned into a message. But by the grace of God, in my early 20s, hallelujah, I accepted Christ. And he changed my life and rewrote my story. And after he wrote my story, God began to bless me and my life began to change for the better. I became an entrepreneur, building an empire with my business partner and husband, Dr. Roger Green Sr. I've earned money, lots of money. I've lost lots of money. I've given lots of money. But thanks be to God, he recovered it all because I regained back lots of money. And through all of that, God strengthened me with great health. At my age, and I'm not on medication, it's nothing but a blessing. I'm a senior, you know, a mature woman, as most people say. <laughs> I don't mind what, what by telling people my age, but I, I'm going to keep on going. We don't have time for that. But even through that, God strengthened me. He gave me health and vitality. All of that he gave me in my health. But I ended up seeing my husband depleted from health. And I watched him almost die in my arms. So don't tell me what God can't do for you. God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. But this is where the hope come in. I say all of this and I gave you my story. Not for pity. Not from victim mentality giving you a story, but I'm telling you all of this to inspire you, to encourage you, to give you hope, and to let you know if I can survive, so can you. If I survive, so can you. I've got more, I got more to tell you, but we're getting ready to go to a break, and I'm gonna help you pick up. 
the pieces and learn how you can live a life of wholeness. Stay with me now. We'll be right back at the break and I will share the wisdom tips for you for this week. Prayer brings the God who created this earth to the rescue of those that He's given worth. It's the light in the darkness when hope has been lost, the whisper that calms us when our souls have been tossed. Prayer helps the healing of hearts that are broken by bringing to God things yet to be spoken. It brings out emotion from deep down inside and lays bare our sin that's dripping with pride. So often our prayers are focused on us, what I need and I want becomes all the fuss. But the order of focus has been set by the King. Seek first His kingdom and He'll add all these things. So use less of the eyes and replace them with praise. Your kingdom, your glory, through all of my days. This is His will we know from His word. And when we pray in this way, we know what we heard. When anxiety turns the focus to me, the scripture reminds us to bow down our knee. If we're happy or hungry, whether we're cold and alone, with thanksgiving we're told to turn to the throne. For there sits our Savior who's paid all our debt, who looks down and wonders why we all fret. Because his promise stands true to this day and forever. When we call on his name, he will leave us never. So today and tomorrow, as your story is written, when you laugh or you cry or your heart is smitten, remember the one who gives you each breath. Whatever your lot, he saved you from death. So in everything you do, remember his name, because whenever we pray, it gives him the fame. And that, in the end, is where we must start, because only in him will he heal our heart. Welcome back to Wisdom Tips with Dr. Green. I am so excited you came back. The topic for today is becoming whole after tragedy. I'm here to drop some wisdom tips on you, and I'm so glad you're here. Please share this episode with a friend and be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel. If you're just joining me on this broadcast, again, we're discussing becoming whole at the trauma. Before I give you today's wisdom tips, let's discuss what it means to be whole. The definition tells us that to be whole means all of, put that in the chat if you can, all of, entire, complete. Come on, put it in the chat. Complete, entire, and all of. In an unbroken, undamaged state in one piece is the other definition. All right, you got that? All right, let's roll. Let me drop you some pearls right now of wisdom for you right now. Becoming whole after Trump. The very first pearl I want to drop to you 
is finish your assignment. Come on, put that in the chat. Finish your assignment. Whatever you started, you got to finish it. And when you start off on a path, the first thing you're going to see is how the enemy would do everything he can to try to stop you from finishing your assignment. Did you not know that unfinished assignments will always leave you feeling unfulfilled? Uh-huh. When you don't finish your assignment, you're going to always feel unfulfilled till you go back and finish that assignment. It's almost like going to school and taking a test and you don't you pass and you don't pass. Then you got to go back and retake that test. Same way here. Same way here. Tell somebody same way here. Same way here. Finish that assignment. Unfilled assignments will not give you happiness and joy. You will always feel unfulfilled and adequate. And you can feel you, you're going to also feel like you uh, not worthy or you're not whole. You know, you're going to feel like you a failure. So don't don't worry about that. Just get back and start doing what you're doing and you won't feel that way. The next one is incomplete tests will always make you feel broken, damaged, and incomplete, just like the definition. I thought that was a powerful definition. You're going to feel broken, damaged. So when you feel like that you're not happy in your life, nine times out of 10, God gave you an assignment that you did not do. So let's go to the other three tips that I have here I want to share with you. Create a task list the night before you wake up the next morning. Schedule a short period of time to pray and meditate before you start your day. Now, this is very, very important. That's why we had the little video that we showed you about prayer. Prayer is very, very important. Do not skip this. Do not skip this step. Whatever you do, that's the main thing. Make the main thing the main thing. You got to pray. This is the most important step. The most important. I can't say it enough. This is where you wrap your mind and heart and your spirit around what you need to do. And number three, start on the, the hardest, the one that's more difficult for you, the one that you don't want to do. Start on that task first and work your way to the easier task. And what this will do for you is give you the greatest sense of accomplishment because the hardest tests have already been accomplished. And so you're going to feel like the rest of the day was so easy and you're just going to speed through those processes of things you know that you that you have to do. Number two, stay focused. Remember, I told you what made kept me focused. Got, my mother left four words for me. You know, the, the strong owner survives. Stay focused because sometimes when you're running a race, this race of life, you will be attacked in various areas in your life by the enemy. Because see, he, he see what you're getting ready to do. He know what God's getting ready to do for you. He knows something, some kind of greatness in you. So if he can stop you, he's going to try it. Don't let him do it. Stay focused on your goal. Be prepared for sudden sudden assault of the devil, a friend, a loved one, a husband, children, whatever. It's going to come. And then when all that stuff comes, I want you to guard your mind with all diligence. Guard your heart with all diligence. Don't let them get to you. Keep praying. Keep fasting, keep going, don't stop. And keep your emotions in check. I can't say that enough. Come on, ladies, keep your emotions in check. Stop blessing people out, stop cussing people, stop throwing things, stop kicking the dog, hollering at the kids. Don't allow your emotions to go haywire. Because once they go haywire, it takes you a while to cool down, don't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> so in other words, don't give up. Keep running, running that race. Number three, maintain 
healthy habits. Now, those of you that know me, I'm a health coach, life coach, whatever you want to call me. But one thing, if you know me, I'm going to talk to you about good health. I didn't get to be something over 60 and not have any medication. I had to do something over the years to take care of this old body man. But I don't feel old. I feel young. I feel vibrant because God has shown me the secret is eating right, getting proper rest. You know, eat more vegetable, green vegetables, stay away from fried foods, stay away from anything white if you can, sugar, flour, white bread, uh, all potatoes, all that stuff that we love to eat. Try to stay away from that. Every now and then I tell people to, you know, uh, enjoy, indulge and, and do what you want to do. Eat what you want to at least once a week. But if you can't do that, just go on the script diet. Don't don't eat all that foolishness. Right. Get proper rest at least eight hours a day. That's what they tell us. So your brain, it, it'll give you time for your brain to rest, okay? Stay hydrated. Come on, put it in the chat. I know I know y'all are hearing a lot about that, but are you really drinking the water? Are you still drinking the lemonade and the sweet teas and the sodas? Come on, stop that. We ain't got no time for you getting sick and, and your, your, cut and you, and, and your, your uh, kidneys failing. No, we ain't got time for that. Stay hydrated. And then exercise. That's very important. If you don't exercise... You know, you guys, I got some people out there and some of my clients, they're older and, and they can't do a lot of exercising, but stretching. That's what me and my husband do every morning. We stretch, learn some, some, some easy stretches that will help your blood flow start flowing and make you feel that better. And practice healthy thinking. Seems like I'm going too fast. I really want to just stop there and just stop right now and just talk about that. But I know we don't have much time. We're about, about ready to get up out of here. But think healthy things. Listen to positive music. Listen to positive talk. Read positive books. Read the Bible. Get you some word. You know, read positive affirmations. Do those things. Those things really work. People don't realize it, but that, those are some of the things that I use every single day that helps me. And number four, I'm telling you, I'm going to have to do a whole series on this because this is so powerful. I want you to write this down. Get a get red up. Let me see. See, I'm so excited. I, I can't even talk. Eliminate toxic. Okay. Toxins, rather. Eliminate toxins. Uh, get rid of toxic people. Get rid of toxic conversation. Get rid of toxic food. Get rid of toxic environment. So get rid of, tell somebody, get rid of. Is it if it's toxic, get rid of it. It ain't gonna do you no good. It ain't gonna do you no good. Ain't gonna do you no good. Tell somebody, put it come. Ain't gonna do the get rid of, get rid of all those people, all those things. You know, get away from the places, things, food. You you understand what I'm talking about, right? All right, let's do it then. Don't don't just be looking at me crazy. Just go ahead and do it. Well, look like we almost done tonight. But we'll see you next week, same time, same station. I want you to join me again on the episode of Wisdom Tips. Join us every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook and YouTube. And be sure to like and subscribe our channel. Please do that for us. Sharon is caring. We're trying to get where we need to get to so other people can see our broadcast. And if you don't share, it'll take us a little bit longer. So and don't forget to click the notification bell so that you will be reminded every time we upload new content. And remember, I'm going to leave this with you. 
We ain't got no time for tears and fears. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And all that getting, get an understanding so you can live a victorious life. So go on out there and live a victorious life and have a blessed day. I'll see you next week. God bless you.